and welcome to the delayed episode 29 of a Thai football podcast with me, Dale Farrington. And me, Rob Bernard. How are things, Rob? Yeah, pretty good, Dale. Pretty good up in uh, Islam. I hope you've been using your time wisely, those two extra days you've had off. Yeah, I mean, uh, some extra games in C3 yesterday, uh, which I caught up with a couple on Facebook. And a bit of riding around the countryside, all very nice. Sounds ideal. So, we did have some football to watch over last weekend. Seems like ages ago now, but it's still fresh in the memory, thanks to the Twitter sphere. But before that, we're going to concentrate on your roving report. Would you like to introduce it? Yeah, myself and my pal John, who's a regular at Cicaket United, we travelled by car to the game at Yasserton. Yasserton third bottom and uh, Cicaket top of the table before things got underway. So, let's listen to it now. Rob's Roving Report. Yeah, good afternoon, Dale. Here we are at the Yasserton Provincial Stadium. And not so much of a, a Rob's Roving Report as I, I have already done one from Yasserton earlier in the season when they played uh, host to Ricey Salai United. That afternoon, uh, Yasserton uh, came out 2-1 winners, scoring a last-minute winner that sent the crowd crazy. Anyway, today, the league leaders are in town, Cicicet United. And I've headed up here, my friend John has kindly driven, and uh, I've enjoyed the journey so far. The correspondent for this uh, podcast has described Yasserton in the past as probably the dullest place he's ever visited in Thailand. Well, we've done a bit of research today, and uh, came up a little bit early and we've had a lovely lunch at a place called Hug Restaurant. Fantastic, it's on Facebook, it's on Google Maps. Lovely chat with the owner who said Yasatan's form is shocking, they're going to get hammered today. Let's hope he's wrong, I don't like to see any team get hammered. The food, by the way, superb. The guy used to work at the pizza place just under Asok BTS station. So there's every chance he's now served me food in two different establishments. Anyway, we're just awaiting uh, the team news, the teams are out warming up, it's a steaming hot afternoon. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, the half-time whistle's just blown here in Yossatan and it sees the hosts, Yossatan FC nil, Cicicet United 1. Cicicet uh, side in the ascendancy generally throughout the half, but they're playing at such a slow pace, very easy to close down. They really do need some urgency in their play, and if anyone thinks that VAR sucks the life out of football, come and watch this lot regularly. How they're top of the league... Well, they don't let goals in, I guess. But it's not good on the eye. A couple of chances. The returning Argentinian, Anagatsi. So I had a really well saved. And then Danilo had a good chance. Free header five yards out. Put it wide. The goal when it came, a ball up the middle. Very bumpy pitch here. It held up. Uh, Danilo lobbed the keeper, who was well out of his area. Ball bounced up against the crossbar. Panagatsi first there to stoop to head home. That was a few minutes before the break. Half-time, nil-one. Well, the final whistle's gone. The end of an absolutely torturous game to watch, I've got to be honest. Epitomised beautifully in the final minute. Yossetan finally got a free kick within range. They took a minute to take it and then blasted it 30 yards over the bar. Couple of chances wasted from Cicicet. It was an awful game. But do you know what? They're all heroes. They go on the pitch and they do something that I would love to do. Fair play to them all. If Cicicet go up, and that is a massive if, they're going to have to do a huge job recruiting players. 
So the final score tonight, it's Yasuton nil, Cesaket United 1. Yes, just to add, without doubt, was a, a highlight of the day for us is the restaurant before the game. We're heading back now to Cesaket to watch Sunderland against Newcastle. Admission was free this afternoon. The second time I visited this year, both times admission free. And the crowd probably around 200. So the win will keep Cesaket top. It'll be a battle between them and Marasarakam to claim the championship, one would think. Next week, Ubon against Cesaket United. I'm sorry if that didn't sound very positive about the football, but the, the standard of the pitch, the tactics of Cesaket, just shocking, really. You know, I mean, they don't charge to get in, don't you, Satan? And it's, it's just as well because they'll be asking for the money back after that. You get games like that, though, don't you? I mean, as, as football fans, you know, we have the highs and the lows and some games are instantly forgettable and that sounds like one of them. It does, but I could put a book together on this season Cesaket games and it'd be full of it. They're just awful to watch now. They really are. I think you've said this before. They, they, they've got the, the talent there and there's a lot of potential, but it's it's the tactics, isn't it? They've got one Argentinian, Panagazzi, who's head and shoulders above everything there. The two Brazilians play when the fans see it. They're more interested in arguing and posturing. And to be quite honest, if they do happen to go up, they're going to have to make a massive rebuild or they'll be straight back down. Do you think they will go up? There's a fair chance, yeah, because the playoffs are favourable. They've beaten sides in other competitions in the east in T3 and uh, I'm not sure the teams in the north division are that that sound this year to be honest they'll avoid Bangkok FC or I think will uh, go up from the southern playoffs. Well it'll be interesting to see I mean I'd, I'd like to see them go up I think it's it's great for the region it'll be good for the club and who knows that you know there might be a bit of a wind change and they suddenly start playing expansive entertaining samba football which would be nice to see as well wouldn't it? Not a chance with this coach. He strangles the game more than VAR, Dale. And that's quite a claim, Rob. I'm 100% bang on with it, honestly. I'm not exaggerating. So we're not going to be getting crowds flocking to see Saket United then in the very near future? The crowds have dropped on average 300 this season and the top of the table. That tells you all you need to know about the the standard of play. If if a team at the top of the league, crowds are dropping off, there's got to be something wrong, hasn't there? Yeah, yeah. And what about Yasaton? Before you went, you've been told it was the most boring place in Thailand, is that true? Well, I went on the bus earlier in the year when they played Ricey Salai and I thought there were signs of life there, but a bit of research in finding that restaurant. The owner, by the way, knew all about T3 football in Thailand. He had all kinds of ideas how to restructure it to serve on travel. I'm not sure they were particularly viable, but he, he certainly had opinions. Oh yeah, should get him on the programme. Well, we might be going up to the Rocket Festival at some point, so uh, you never know. Hi, my name is Fran and I'm listening to a t- Thai football podcast. Everything you ever wanted to know about Thai football and so much more. Moving on, I mentioned it at the start of the programme, the big game last weekend, Bangkok United against Buriram United. There was a lot to talk about, so I invited Jamie back on, the Buriram United fan. We did talk a lot about the game and his opinions on what happened, and we kind of got a little bit sidetracked as well, and we got into the whole Chambury, will they, won't they go down. Now, since our chat, there have been developments at Chambury. So I'd like to say that we did record this before Ben Davis left, and Leon James came 
came in and Naroon returned. So I stand by what I said during my chat with Jamie, but there are one or two signs that it might not be as grim as I feared. Anyway, let's listen to the talk now and you and me can chat about it afterwards, Rob. Great stuff. Time Football Podcast. Interview. Last weekend, there was only one game played in T1, and it was a big game, I think it's fair to say. Top of the table clash between Bangkok United and Buriram United at Tamasat. And we've got Jamie, the Buriram fan, from his shack in Iraq. He's back on the programme to talk about the game. So welcome again, Jamie. Yes, uh, a slightly happier, Jamie, than the last time we spoke after being demolished by those boys from Klontoy. So... The game itself, I'm guessing you didn't go because that would have involved quite a long round trip. But you managed to see it all, did you, on via the magic of the internet? Yes, I was rather not divulge where I saw it, but I saw it on the internet, yes. First of all, what impressions of the game itself? Did it live up to the billing? I would like to know where this Buriram team has been hiding for the last four months because I thought they were, well, when I was there, superb. They were far better than they had been over the last few months. I, I don't know what the coach said to them. I don't know whether maybe the coach was banned from the dressing room or someone else at the team talk. I don't know. Um, but it was it was the old, nearly, nearly the old Buriram big came back. I really was feeling the worst deal. I thought we were going to get absolutely hammered. But they got a result. That's what you need to do. One nil to the well, we were saying on last week's podcast how he does seem to have turned things round. There was the cup victory and the league form seems to have picked up. And as you say, you know, going into this game, I would say they were second favourites, but they've answered a lot of the critics. And now the title race is back on again, I would think. Much to Rob's delight. If you look at the form, you know, they are at the top of the form league at the moment, which for me is absolutely incredible. They, they don't know how they got there. They won four out of five, so apart from that strange loss. Yeah, Rob, yeah. Oh, please, message to Rob Bernard, stay away from the Thunder Castle for the next five months, please. I don't want to see you, as much as I love you. They've got, you know what they are? It's a, for me, it's almost a shame that this, this, it's a break in the season. There's momentum, not just for the team, but for the league as well, having had such a, a big game play. And now suddenly everyone's gone, oh, oh well. In six weeks' time, we'll start again. It is a shame. It is, isn't it? I mean, these breaks, they seem to annoy people more than anything else in Thai football, I think. And it's difficult because the, the national team have always been the priority. As long as I've been following Thai football, they will come first before the league, before the cup, before the clubs, before anybody, really. So it, it's not a surprise. But they, they do seem to be getting more and more often, don't they? Yeah, these you know, the FIFA international breaks, plus the odd friendly here and this, this tournament. The thing I, I would like, though, is if Thailand did get out of the group stage and if they did progress, would it generate extra interest in Thailand? I don't know. Would, would fans suddenly come back to the games? I don't know. What do you think? It's an interesting question. I think if the Thailand national team did well in the Asian Cup, that would have a knock-on effect and we would see a slight increase. I'm, I'm not going to go any bolder than that. We'd see a slight increase in attendances at league games and some more interest in, in the local game, really. Especially with the players being on show. I mean, there's there's obviously one or two who, who play abroad, but the majority play in the Thai league. And I think people would, would pay to go and watch them play. So, yeah, I mean, to answer your question, I think, yes, a successful Thailand national team would help the league. Those are my thoughts. What about you? I think if they won it, sure. <laughs> 
highly unlikely, but they want it for sure. I don't know, you know, if they get out of the group stage, I, I'm hoping that there'll be a bit of interest. But then you've still got this gap that's going to be, even if you get to the group stage, it's still a couple of weeks, two weeks before the league starts again. So you, you lose that momentum. It's almost like when you say, guys, get back quick. We're starting the league early to keep the momentum going. It's never going to happen. I mean, they have brought the, the start date forward, haven't they, by a week? Because so, they're not expecting to get past, I think, the group stage, in all honesty. I think it would be a big surprise, especially given the preparation they've had, or lack of preparation, should I say. But we'll have to wait and see. I mean, I'm you know, I'm looking forward to the second leg of league games more than I'm looking forward to the Asian Cup. I think it's true to say. And I think that's probably true of a lot of, certainly foreign fans. I, I, there is always a split, isn't there, in these things, where the, the Thai fans don't seem to be as bothered with the breaks in the league if it's helping the national team, whereas the foreign fans tend to get more frustrated because they, you know, club before country every time. Yeah, we seem, it's almost like we seem to think we, we deserve, we don't deserve a break. We want to watch our football. It's, you know, we're guests at the games, we're, say. we're guests in the country. The Thais don't worry about it, and we shouldn't, I guess, but we do because we think we know better, so be it. But it would be nice to have some momentum. But, you know, as you say, the second leg is going to start. Um, and I tell you what, if we hadn't won, you're going to hate me this, if we hadn't won at the weekend, I think the league was over. Um, but because we did, there's the boys at Tamaset, there's us, there's the bunnies are in there still, and even the boys at Tom Toy are still involved in it. So, it's, you know, it could go to a four-way battle, which would be lovely. It certainly made things interesting. It's not often a program winning makes things interesting. You know? So, going back to the game at the weekend, I didn't actually see it. I've, some of us have been working. You are Arsene Wenger at the best of times. Arsene Wenger didn't have to do 12-hour shifts, did he? <laughs> so, I believe there was a bit of controversy. Would you care to shed some light on it? From my perspective, though, yes. Um, okay. Oh, I'm going to get shredded for this one there. So, there was a goal disallowed. Apparently, for the uh, Montenegro United player, used in my opinion, using the defender as leverage to get up and get on the ball, given as a foul, which was exactly the same as the foul that had been given 30 seconds earlier to give him the free kick, to give him the chance to score. Two identical things. Ref gave two fouls both times. He was consistent. That's all we need. Consistent refereeing, I thought. And I'm going to go on about this for a minute. There was that decision. There was two handballs, one for either team, which Neither were given. And what I love to see, Dale, not once did the referee bow to pressure to go and look at the video monitor. He spoke to his VAR booth, he took their advice, and he made a decision. And surely that's what we've been asking for for VAR. Give it to the VAR boys, let them make a decision and accept the decision. We had it. And I tell you, Dale, any other team apart from Brewerham, people would go, yes, I agree. Brewerham, Nobody's going to agree with me, for sure. Fair enough. I have seen the incident. I've seen the goal. Somebody posted it on Twitter. And it's it's one of these, isn't it, where sometimes they're given and sometimes they aren't. And you just mentioned the C word there, consistency. I don't think we're ever going to get that, are we? We're, we're never going to get consistency from anyone. You know, players aren't consistent. Managers aren't consistent. The ball doesn't move consistently. You know, it's it's something that, you know, people have been striving for. And those who were in favour of introducing VAR were mentioning that as one of the the reasons to bring it in is that it would be consistent and it would eliminate any doubt. And it's actually done the complete opposite. It's a cliche, isn't it? These things even themselves out. We've all been on the receiving end of poor decisions and we've all benefited from poor decisions. That That's undeniable. As a football fan, I can look at times and say, yep, yeah, we got away with it then. 
And at other times I can say we were robbed. And I, I think that's all part and parcel of the game, isn't it? I don't think, do we want to remove that from the game, really? If this referee is consistently consistent, then, then so be it. I'm just happy that he didn't, and no one's going to agree with me again, he didn't favour one team or the other. He gave both teams fouls this way, yellow cards this way, handballs, nineballs this way. He reffed it, I thought, very well. Um, I don't particularly like this referee either. I thought he was actually surprised. When I saw him, I was a bit worried. I thought he was surprisingly good. Um, I thought probably them were the better team over 19 minutes, of course. Um, and if they weren't, I would admit it, but I think they were. I was in shock at the end of 19 minutes how well they played. I'm a happy person today. Well, that's that's all you can ask for as a football fan, isn't it? If, if you're satisfied with your team's performance and you've got a win, and as you say, it's given you a bit of renewed hope for the second leg and a couple of new signings coming in I believe yeah I noticed a couple of guys missing at the weekend our, our Azerbaijani friend was missing on the wing um, I suspect we've got a couple of Brazilians coming in one up front one in midfield from what I've seen plus a Filipino guy who may be replacing Dion Cause, possibly I don't know but you know the next I say the next four games it's uh, what is it Lampoon away Sukhothai home Trap away police at home and then Bangkok United so by the time we play Bangkok United who knows because they've got to play Tong and BG before they play us. Could be a different landscape when we play them in March. Who knows? It could. I mean, those are four very winnable games, aren't they, for Buriram? E- even a off-colour Buriram, they'd be expected to win those four games, I would think. Can I turn this around just for one minute? How about you and your boys? When are they going to get out of the top zone? How high? Are they going to get to seventh place eventually? Because there's only, honestly... What is it? A few points you and your lovely seventh place now. It can't be far. Must be easy. No, I, I'm resigned to the fact we're going down. I think the club have accepted it. I really do. There's nothing that I've seen off the field that would suggest otherwise. You know, they haven't made an attempt, as far as I'm aware, to bring in a, a new coach. And you need someone in these situations who's got experience and who can motivate the players. Currently, we don't appear to have made any signings. I've heard rumours that Naroon is coming back from Port on loan. But obviously, you know, you don't sell you don't sell your best player. We've just sold our best player to Bangkok Glass for 30 million. And I believe that money's helping to keep the club afloat. So I I, I think they're resigned to the fact that we're that they're going down and I think as fans we've got to do the same as sad as it sounds and as defeatist as it sounds I think that's probably the reality of it you're only seven points away from Chiang Rai and fifth aren't you you look at that don't you you kind of clutch at straws when you're in that situation but like I say it's all the stuff that's going on all off the field and all the messages and all the things that are coming out of the club don't really instill me with confidence. It doesn't look like a club that is fighting to stay in the top league at the moment. That's that's my impression looking in from the outside. But a couple of a couple of wins and you'll be a happy bunny again. Well, this is the frustrating thing. The, the form has actually improved on the field. You know, we've we've had a good good run of results, but you know, long term, there's nothing being done to to sustain that. And you know, you you don't sell your best players in these situations. You know, you do your best to keep hold of them and get them scrapping away to stay up. And I mean, that the, they put something on Facebook, and again, you know, you know, it's and I understand it's a cultural thing and all the rest of it. But when you've got Heng with Kritzadar, nice photographs of them both laughing and smiling and saying he's a graduate of the academy and we wish him all the bet it's, it's like well no we're in a relegation fight that's not what we want to see <laughs> we want to see you coming out with something a bit stronger than that it, it just like i say it's, it's cultural i get that but it does irk me that's not what i wanted to see last week was a picture of the managing director or whatever he is 
laughing and joking with a player we've just sold to one of our rivals and saying how proud he is, you know. No, we want him at the club. We want him we want him fighting our corner. One win and you're at three places potentially. So you know, I said to him this week, you've got Patrick, Trumbly and Trap all in the bottom three. Where's the where's the away days to beat for us next year if you all go down? It's not fair. Yeah, well to be honest, I, I don't really care about the other two. I'm only concerned with us. <laughs> You'll get out of it. I'm not sure who the third yeah. one will be. I mean, who's going to on that side of you? If you could do the favour and put Mong Tong down there, then a lot of people would be happy. Yeah, I think they've turned the corner. I think they'll get out of it. They seem to be showing a bit more a bit more fight, a bit more spirit. And that's what I'd like to see from Chambery, really. And I'm not on that bombshell. <laughs> Thanks for coming on again. Appreciate that. And as regards the top of the league, it's, it's going to be a... Well, both ends of the table are looking interesting, aren't they? I think it's going to be a Maybe fascinating season Bernard to see how it plays Maybe out from Bernard. here now. Maybe Mr. Bernard will actually be right in the end. Who knows? Unpopular choice, but maybe he'll be right. He'll be unbearable if he is. That's that's the only reason I don't want Free Ram to, to win it. It's because I, I wouldn't be able to stand Rob telling me he was right all along. My friends, lovely to talk to you again. I will, we'll catch up, maybe we'll catch up for a little live chat when you're over, when we're both over there in February. That'd be great. Yeah, I'm sure we will. It's been great to talk to you, Jamie. Thanks so much for taking the time to come on and I'll see you soon. So that was me and Jamie talking all things Bury Ram United, Bangkok United, Chambury. VAR, cheating, all sorts. And there's been lots of fallout, hasn't there, from the, the game last week? Not enough, almost North Korean-like. You're not allowed to say things. Some very controversial trying to silence the crowd and say you're not allowed to say things about uh, Buriram. It's a good job the fine system in, in, in action in, in, in the UK. There'd be a lot of clubs out of pocket. It is a strange one, isn't it? I mean... <sighs> You know, I, I know there was a, there was an incident a few years ago that led to this rule being brought in. Now, I don't know how often they use it, but the, there was something I, I vaguely remember, and perhaps some one of the listeners can write in and let me know the details, but I vaguely remember something like this happening before where a club was fined for the supporters shouting something very similar. Now, I can't remember the exact detail, so I'm sorry if it's a bit vague, but I, I don't think it's the first time this happened. But obviously, with it being Bury Ram, it's getting a lot of coverage. And again, it, it does tend to show that there is a slight bias towards that club, doesn't it? It does. I mean, the, the, the incident that was the big talking point on Saturday... Do you know what? It was maybe the right decision. But it's the modern game that leaves me cold. If you're going to give a free kick for that, as they are doing, the goal that was disallowed, I mean, then, you know, the, where do we go? I mean, Super Chai made absolutely no attempt to jump for the ball. You know, I'd be very upset if I was a, a Bangkok United fan. That's it. I think you've, you've nailed it. I mean, it, you do see this, I don't know, it, it's so hard. <laughs> I mean... When Mung Tong first burst onto the scene, 2009, a lot of the accusations that are now being levelled against Bury Ram United were being levelled against them. So do you think these are fair, these accusations? Or do you think it's just that? I mean, Jamie seems to think there's a lot of jealousy involved, which is possibly the case. Undoubtedly. It, it happens here in England as well. You know, you, you'll get Liverpool fans oh. saying United get all the decisions and Man United fans saying Liverpool get all the decisions and Man City fans saying Arsenal get all the decisions. I don't know, sometimes you can you can let that that club loyalty and and your own your the team you support you can let that get in the way can't you of making a rational rational statement about what you've seen <laughs> you you can't i mean since sir alex ferguson left man united for a fact they get not as many decisions in their favor and it's probably the same at mong tong since the 
people in power left there. It might be the same if Nevin left Buriram. Who knows? But these are powerful people in the game. And referees are intimidated. Yeah, there's possibly an element of that. But the game itself and the result, which was a 1-0 away win. So Buriram United are very much back in the title race, as, as Jamie and I said. So how does that make you feel, Rob? Well, I make no secret of it. I'd rather somebody else win it. But Buriram are going to win the league. Bangkok United cannot play as well as they have done in the first half. And they're already showing signs of cracking. They're still in the Champions League. And there's no way Buriram will play as badly as they have in the first half. I think it'll be over before May. Really? You think that they're going to turn it around that quickly? It's only four points and they've got to play them at home. I've got good news for Jamie, by the way. I might be missing from the Buriram Port game owing to the Yasaton Rocket Festival. I'm sure he'll be relieved to hear that. Well, you know my record at the uh, Clopper Castle. It's very impressive, Rob, from uh, a visiting team's point of view, certainly. I think Buriram are only going to get stronger. That is a, psychologically, that is a huge result on Saturday. And I think Jamie as well, he was right. He said it's a shame there's a break now because they've kind of lost a little bit of momentum. It would have been interesting to see, had there been games this weekend, how both teams would have responded to that result. You look at it two ways. Bangkok United have got that to ponder upon now for a month or so. Yeah, they'll be stewing on it, won't they? They certainly will, and Burry Ram's new players can gel in. Hi, my name's John, and I'm listening to Thai Football Podcast. The Thinking Person's Thai Football Podcast. So, before we go, just a quick mention, the AFC Asian Cup starts this weekend. Thailand's preparations have been, how would you describe it? It, it makes the recent tour to Europe look like a success, doesn't it? How they've prepared for this tournament. It doesn't help having that fixture last Saturday, does it? And it doesn't help that there's no TV company showing it here. I think I saw something, wasn't PPTV supposed to be interested in putting it on? I think these things tend to happen at the last minute. I think everything will be smooth. You will get it on the TV. It tends to happen. It's very last minute, but eventually they get their act together and deliver. It's just a shame we go through this every single time or so, it seems. Doesn't it it remind you of England cricket to us? To India, similar things always seem to happen. Then at the last minute, the... The money goes up and, oh, yeah, you can have it. Yeah, very similar. A lot of similarities there, for sure. But I I am worried. I mean, when we had Jan on the other week and, you know, he was saying, get out of the group. That's that's really as, as, as much as Thailand can hope for. I mean, that's looking unlikely now, isn't it? I mean, we shouldn't write them off. You know, there's a chance they could pull things out on the day. But it's, it's not been ideal. I seem to remember somebody on this show suggesting they won't get out of the group last week. No, poo-poo my predictions. Whereas I was thinking the second leg would be dela- the second leg of the league would be delayed because they get to the final. Dale, you, you, you're too loyal to under, underdog clubs. Get real, get real. I did see a tweet from Mika this week where he said, try and concentrate on the positives or something to that effect. So that's what I'm doing. Well, Mika will need to do that to pull uh, Lampoon out of the relegation fight. Uh, we're not going to talk about that this week. We've had enough with Jamie and me going on about it. I'm, I'm keeping quiet. Listen, I've looked into my golden ball and you boys are safe. OK, keep saying it, Rob. Keep telling me. That's going to be my mantra. <laughs> I am your guidance. Thank you. That's what I need right now. <laughs> So that's that's it for this week. Once again, sorry for the delay, but very occasionally the real world catches up with us and we have things like jobs and family to deal with. So I hope you've enjoyed it and thanks for being so patient. Fingers crossed for a good start for the AFC Asian Cup. 
and enjoy the football. If you get to a local game this weekend, whether it's in T2, T3 or at whatever level you watch. Yeah, go out there, try and support some local stuff. But most of all, have fun and stay safe. We'll be right back.